microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. Episode. I was trying to remember what, what we called it here. We have episodes because issues are on Mighty Marvel Geeks. There must be something Star Wars related we could call it. I'm wondering if there is. Unless we just change it for Weeby Geeks. It's another... Because episode would work here because of the episodic films. Mm, true. It's another chapter. Uh, but with Weeby Geeks, since that's Geek Revolution and the, the opening is almost a spoof of Eyes Only from from Dark Angel. I don't know. We'll figure that out at another time on that show. <laughs> um, it is Derek and myself, Mike, the Smugglers duo, the third person of the trio, or if we go the Hitchhiker's Guide logic, the third person of the duo, because that's a, that's a five-book trilogy, <laughs> Hitchhikers. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, it was supposed to be a trilogy. Well, let's throw two more books in there. Um, it's a great series. Uh, yes, it is. And the BBC radio dramas are just as good. Are they? Yeah, I've got all five. I've got all five chapters, or all five books. The Quintology. Um, nice. Ken will be joining us as soon as he gets done with his recon of Avengers: Infinity War. Despite the fact he's a DC <laughs> runs a DC podcast, <laughs> but he has a a geek centric podcast as well. So I guess we forgive him a little bit. Um, Business wise, check out the website wookieradio.net. Uh, our affiliates, Ripped Apparel, Superhero Stuff.com, um, TV Store Online, Loot Crate, and of course, for Mother's Day, it's the perfect gift for that mom who, who loves sports. Um, Fan Chest, check out their stuff. They're running some good deals, I, I believe, for, for Mother's Day, where um, you get, get your mom or your wife a good a fan chess box, especially with the draft and the NHL playoffs going on. NFL draft and NHL playoffs, baseball season almost a month in. So uh, also to check out the store link in the menu bar where you can find our T Public store where you can get some great stuff like Porgs is what's for dinner or the official Weeby or Wookie Radio. God, the official Wookie Radio logo T-shirt in whatever color you want. You want it in pink? Get it in pink. Purple? Purple. It's there. So, do they have brown? They do, but not in plus sizes. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> I, I I think you can get it up to either one X or two X in brown. And then hmm. after that, your the plus sizing colors is limited. But I'll tell you, I do like the logo on green as well. It looks sharp on the green. Hmm. So, well, according to uh, Wired dot com, uh, they presented a story earlier this week. Cantina talk. Solo really isn't an origin story. Um, okay. So we're going to touch on this briefly and put in our 
our two cents. Uh, just in case you haven't been paying attention, two new TV spots dropped in the last couple of weeks. Remember uh, when no one outside of Lucasfilm had seen any footage of the movie? Um, that was like a couple months ago. Yeah. And then all of a sudden. Not that long ago. And then all of a sudden, it's all there. Mm. Um, maybe they were just wrapping up. And see, this is the thing that kills me. I had someone at work tell me that a um, a person that we work with at the parks who does work for Reed Pop and Lucasfilm event and is hired by Lucasfilm for various events supposedly saw Solo, a finished copy of Solo, a couple of weeks ago. What? I'm like, um, Ron Howard just, tw- I wanted to go, Ron Howard just tweeted, they, they just finished post-production today or yesterday. Mm. So how did, how did this person see the film? I almost don't buy it. I, I just, yeah. I just almost don't buy it. Um, so let's see. So what's happening with Solo? See, in this article, they go all over the place with it. Um, they go, Viva La Resistance. So is this article about Solo, or is it truly about just Star Wars in general? Uh, source, Marvel Comics solicitation text for upcoming releases. Uh, well, it looks like it's a couple different things. Yeah. So I'm going to kind of skip over some stuff from this article. Like I said, it's on Wired. Um, Solo isn't really an origin story. Source, the men responsible for writing the whole thing. Probability of accuracy depends on how you how you uh, you know take the idea of an origin story. Um, so here here's the real deal. Um, speaking on most of the on the most recent episode of Lucas's Lucasfilm's YouTube series, the Star Wars Show. Uh, this would be actually last week because this week has Kevin Feige on it. Um, screenwriters Lawrence and Jonathan cast and discuss how they approach creating a backstory for such. Um, the fan fave character known as Han Solo. Um, you know, they were talking in the way in which Han Solo is a self-invented character. Um, he would never want this movie to be made, uh, according to Jonathan Kasdan. Because um, what we started with in A New Hope, he was a cynical guy and it allowed for the character arc to s- that sort of naturally lent itself to the movie. Um, how do you become so cynical? Uh, of course, Lawrence Kasdan is referencing his love for the character from the original movie movie um and said that instead of setting out to tell a particular origin story he wanted to chart a path of showing how solo became the man fans met in a new hope it was also revealed all chewbacca's lines in the movie were actually scripted um so they tell you check out in the interview start about 311 that's not the band that's the time mark to start their interview (laughs) so um and after that, this just kind of gets kind of kind of gets crazy. But they do have another link for the Cantina Talk, um, which is, I guess, the Star Wars stuff on their site. Uh, never mind, that goes back to March. So, your thoughts about the origin or not an origin? Well, I kind of figured it wasn't an actual origin, but yeah, so it makes sense to me. I don't think any of us were wanting an origin. No, not really. But there's there's some sort of origin origins of some of the things like we know, like you know where where how Han gets the Falcon and things like that. And so yeah. it's not like an an origin of Han Solo's story, but it's kind of a 
uh, it's almost, small origins. It's it's almost securing the what until the movie is officially released. What has been considered what's being considered legend mm. backstories and bringing is just how much of that are we going to see brought to new canon? Which we're seeing, yes, he was at the Academy. Awesome. Right. That's great. Well, they are doing the card game, which was canon because they said it, he said it in Empire. Oh, I want it from him in the card game. But, um, well, we'll cover that in the next in the next story we're about to do. Well, I'm going to go ahead and jump to it then. All right. Well, speaking of Han winning Han or Han or <laughs> however you prefer to pronounce it, Lando. Um, Han, uh, Han Solo, not the Jetty. Han Sala. Not the Jetty. Uh, speaking of how Han gets the Falcon, uh, according to Cinema Blend, um, recently uh, Disney unveiled an entire scene from Solo at the Las Vegas uh, at the CinemaCon can 2018 convention in Las Vegas. So uh, the scene is the scene where Han and Kira uh, that are on the hunt for a ship. Uh, and so, of course, Kira knows a guy, which leads Han to an iconic card game where he swears he can beat Lando at his own game. Okay, so she knows a guy who knows a guy who knows two guys who knows two guys. And- it's a pyramid scheme. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, we learn that, you know, we we hear from this article that Han, you know, he brags about the type of ship he has, even though he doesn't actually have one. And and uh, he wants to he wants Lando as Millennium Falcon, and he thinks he can beat him in a car in in a game of cards that we saw in the trailer, and right. he'll get the Falcon. Uh, one thing they're saying, Cinema Blend is saying, is that uh, Donald Glover does a pitch perfect job as Lando, which is awesome. That sounds cool. Which I can I can tell from the trailer, just what I've seen in the trailers, that he yeah. he pretty much nails Lando. But they also say that uh, Alden Emmerich is uh, they're getting used to him as Han Solo, uh, even though he's never going to be Harrison Ford, but he's not really trying to be anymore. And and I guess there is actually a conversation in the scene of how to pronounce Han's name or Han. <laughs> Okay. So that's pretty funny. <laughs> the other thing they said is uh, one thing they didn't like about the scene is that, that the visuals are kind of dark and muddy, um, which they thought might be supposed to be setting a mood, but didn't really feel like it nailed it. Right. But we'll see. But of course, you know, that's not like the actual film in the actual theater. So so we'll see when the actual movie comes out. But yeah. I I think it's it's interesting. Uh, I mean, let's let's get it out there. Of now, what you call it? Um, the card game, and it's cool how they they are playing this up. Yeah, and, and, and really are are making some time into it. Yeah, so it's kind of cool. So we get we 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 get the basic story still of Han winning. You know, Han winning the. Falcon in a card game from Lando, but we get we get more of a the actual story of how it happened in this right. movie, which is kind of which will be kind of cool. Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, I'd be curious to see what else they do as well, because I mean, we're going to get the the Castle Run. Yes. 
So um, that'll be interesting. I think my interview when we had Jimmy Mack on from on Weeby Geeks way back when, back when Rebel Radio was just starting, um, we talked about the solo movie and what we wanted to see. And I mentioned, I want to see the Kessel Run. I want to see Han get the Falcon. Yeah, you want to see how he he meets Chewie and... Yeah, all, you, the, you all the stories that we get from the original trilogy, let's see how it actually plays out and went down. And from what we can tell so far, it looks like that's what we are going to get. Which is pretty cool. Which is, yeah, it is. It's really cool. So we get to see, you know, what happens with Han and the Imperial Academy. Did he quit? Was he kicked out? Inquiring minds want to know. Indeed. So I... I don't know now. Now I'm, I'm definitely more excited for the film now. Now that all this is coming out, yeah, I I agree. So I mean, you know, maybe they did the marketing right this time because because you started with nothing and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, now I want to see it. Yep. It's just you know I when I said I just want a trailer before the movie comes out I didn't think it was going to be like this <laughs> I I really your wish is granted in more ways than one <laughs> so um yeah I I just don't know um what else would we want to see I mean I don't think we're going to see how Han rescues Chewie I'm going to assume they just start right off. But I could be wrong on uh-huh. I could be wrong on that too. Wouldn't be the first time I was wrong. Won't be the last time. So um <clears throat> well there was you know, we know about the director change or director's change and the action uh, acting coach rumors. Well apparently uh Aldern or Alden comes out and, and clears up a lot of these rumors and what was going on. Um Good. of course while speaking with Esquire, uh Air <laughs> Aaron Reich debunked rumors that he himself. <laughs> I still have trouble with his name too. <laughs> well, it's it's very similar to to my last name. Well, uh, yes and no. It's German. It's the E H. So I'm like, okay, it's E H R. So that's Aaron Reich. Just like with mine, it's M key. It's almost like the the E H is almost silent. Mm. Um, but I think if that's the case, it might be Renreich or Aaron, I think it's Aaron Reich in this particular case. Um, yeah, I think so. But r- rumors were that he demanded the directors be fired, and he supposedly went straight up to Kathleen Kennedy for that. Well, he says that's a bunch of bull. Of course, I'm paraphrasing his comments because this is a family show. <laughs> um, for a crew to do that would mean they hated Lord and Miller, which was not not the mean you know was not by any stretch of the by any stretch of the case. Uh, he found out about the change from Lord and Miller. Um, and his quote continues, they said we weren't let go or we were let go and that's it. They had mentioned that there were some disagreements before, but they didn't get into it. Uh, they wished me the best with, with the rest of the movie. On a personal level, it felt emotional for them to be going after we had set out on that course together. Because I spent a lot because I spent a lot of time with them, we had a really good relationship. They also cast me. But I think at that point they were kinda on board with the decision too. Like this is what's happening. That's not what they said to me, but that's, that was the vibe I got. Now, he also opened up about the supposed acting coach who came on board 
and he said it had been mischaracterized. Apparently, Lord and Miller said they brought in Maggie Kelly to be used as a resource for themselves as well as the rest of the cast. Um, now, before Howard came on board, tensions were already kind of high, uh, which Aldon, uh, Aldrin admits to. He said, but the new, but Howard made the best of the new, of the situation. Uh, everybody hackle, everybody's hackles were are raised a bit, and Ron had this ability to come in and deal with the morale and get everybody enthusiastic about a what we already shot. Because I think his feeling was that a lot of that that a lot of what we had already done was really good, and B, the direction for the next piece of it. He knew he knew how to navigate a tricky situation, and almost the, from the first or second day, everyone pretty quickly recharged to get excited again about the movie. Um, now, Lord and Miller are still taking credit as executive producers, while Howard will take Soul Billing as director. So does that clear up what was go- happening on set and about the movie? Not really. No, I think it just but, makes it a little more confusing again. I don't. Th- at this point, I don't really think it even matters anymore. Right. I mean, from what we know, or what what we heard, you know, the direction that Lord and Miller were going to take the movie in was. Not a good one. So yeah, we were hearing rumors like, oh, um, Ace Ventura esque. <sighs> that that just blows my mind. <sighs> yeah, yeah, they were gonna go like like high comedy with it. Like, <sighs> that's just ridiculous. Yes, yes, it is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, I there there was there's comedic elements to the character. Yeah, yeah, elements, but but not like that. No. So that's but that's our opinion as well. So take it for what you want. Right. Um. I mean, we get mil- we get moments of brilliance. I have them every day. <laughs> it's a family show. I gotta keep it keep it clean. <laughs> what was that? You agree with me? Oh, thanks. That's awful nice of you to say. No, I was gonna say when I was gonna ask when your moments of brilliance were, but I gotta keep it a family show. <laughs> what are you trying to say? When I'm uh, in the bathroom? Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> and then my brilliance just gets flushed down the toilet. Anyway. <laughs> you said it, not me. <laughs> <laughs> um, <sighs> no, I think uh, no, w- with, with this, it's what we knew. And, and, and thankfully, there was no there. There's there's not going to be a an Ace Ventura style to the movie, because I think that would have killed the character and killed the franchise. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt, there would have been no recovering from that. No, I don't think so. Not you don't do that with Han Solo. You just no. Jar Jar Binks. Maybe. <laughs> Jar Jar Binks. Which, uh, Senate detective. Which, <laughs> With Jar Jar Binks, I would want to see more of a Three Stooges type thing. Yeah. <laughs> where he gets beat up a lot. <laughs> yeah. But. Uh, three, three Stooges, but all with Gungans. <laughs> never know who's listening. Because <laughs> that would be a scary thought right there. Yeah, I would. Don't do that, people, please. <laughs> We we don't need that. No, we don't need it. We don't want it. 
That would be a cruel thing to do to the universe. No, it could get cru- a little bit more cruel. Jar Jar Binks, Porg Detective. <laughs> See, it could get worse. Mm. Um, yeah, it, my... I'm curious to see how Ron Howard does, because apparently there yeah. wasn't... I mean, we didn't hear about a lot of reshoots. Yeah. So that could be a good thing. I, so. just, I, find, it, I find the thought of him doing a Star Wars movie interesting, so... Yeah, I mean that ranks up there with Steven Spielberg doing a DC film, DC movie. <laughs> that would never happen. It is happening. I'm aware. <laughs> <laughs> I think we talked about it last week. Yes, we did. We talked about it on Weeby Geeks. So, um, I guess let's move on to the next story. All because right. so I, I mean the the changes that were made uh it's cool that we're getting confirmation um that why changes were well I guess more confirmation that no he did not go rat rat them out uh mm. but someone did cuz they were they were pulled pretty quick <laughs> after all that broke I mean that that was real quick Yeah I don't know we may never know the full story. This is true. But uh, again, at this point, it no longer matters. So Again, this is true. So I think you're up next. Yes. So we move on from the solo movie to episode nine. And number uh, nine, number nine. <laughs> the script by Chris Terrio is complete. And J.J. Abrams is now knee-deep in pre-production for the final film in this sequel trilogy. Um, this That means they're beginning the casting process, and uh, that has led to an interesting... Uh, an interesting casting call that has led to some speculation. Uh, and so it, it, uh, it has leaked that they are looking, searching for a female lead. Uh, this, is, this is a quote. Uh, a female lead, 40 to 50 years old, to play the role of Mara. Wow. And that's all, it's, and that's all it says. Now... Before you get too excited, keep in mind that uh, Star Wars movies, movies of this um, of this uh, high scrutiny, uh, they tend to use code names and, and things uh, and misdirection in, at early stages of the movie. So this might not be the character you would hope it would be, or it could be. It's at this point, it's tough to say, but it's interesting yeah. that the name of Mara is thrown out there because, um, for those who are fans of the expanded universe, uh, they know Mara Jade as Luke Skywalker's wife, the, char- um, the character George Lucas hated the most. <laughs> Did you ever say why he hated her? Uh-uh. Not that I've ever heard. Mm. So, uh, yeah, so that was uh, Luke Skywalker's wife. Uh, she she had the she was a force user. Uh, she had br- been brainwashed by Emperor Palpatine to become his right hand woman, uh, and Luke managed Luke managed to free her from the Emperor's control. And then they got married and had kids and trained started training the next generation of Jedi. Now. Of course, uh, that couldn't happen now because, for one thing, uh, it seems likely that Luke was never married as he was living on a hermit, as a hermit, 
on Octo. Her, he was a Herman Hermit. He was a Herman's Hermit. Uh, but the, there's a thought that they could possibly use Myra Jade as a template for a similar character. Kind of how, like, Kylo Ren is similar to... Uh, there's bits of the solo kids in in Kylo Ren from the from the EU. Right. Um. So another speculation is that possibly they could be bringing in another strong female character with ties to the Skywalker family to fill in uh for General Leia's role. Um. Due to Carrie Fisher's untimely death back in 2016. So, of course, they're going to have to do something with that, with right. Leia. Uh, so one sp- another speculation is that perhaps they could bring in this Mara Jade character uh, or, you know, whatever she becomes as a replacement for Leia. So uh, that's uh, that's all we have right now on that. Well, it was also announced, well, coming out this week a little bit. Um, unfortunately, it's only in four locations at the moment. They've announced a Millennium Falcon Experience Tour and the locations. Now, who wants to ride the Falcon in, in less than 12 parsecs in the Kessel Run? Uh, according to StarWars.com, you're going to get that chance. And since they said that, of course, this is coming from Bleeding Cool, but... <laughs> They're saying StarWars.com is saying it as well. I might as well go and find that story to back this up. Um, now, this is provided that you're living or can get to one of the four cities where this experience is headed to. Um, here's the official announcement. Constructed inside three 40-foot-long shipping containers, visitors can stop by Lando's Bar and sit at the famed Dejark table, uh, or Dejark table and finally get the chance to say punch it from inside the iconic cockpit. The finest details were crafted using the same mold used in Solo, a Star Wars story now my question is are the are the dice going to be there (laughs) Um, maybe in the gift shop (laughs) now here's where you can find the millennium falcon experience the Mm. university of northern kentucky april 27th through 29th really that's so obscure i know atlanta brave stadium may 4th through the 6th Salt Lake City Megaplex 20 at Jordan Commons, May 18th through 20th. Again, that one is, like, out of nowhere. And the Denver Alamo Draft House in the Littleton Theater, May 25th through 27th. So, no one, nowhere near me. Nowhere near me. I don't know. The University of Northern Kentucky is only a couple hours south of me. Well, you got this weekend to go to it as we're recording. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, exactly. So, so I love I love their comments here at the end. Boo! Only four cities. It's unlikely this list will expand with the release of with the release date of Solo being right around the corner on May twenty fifth. Good thing we have Disneyland's Star Wars expansion coming, right? Um, who wrote the story? I don't know. Uh, Mary Ann Butler. Well, you know Mary Ann Butler. They're bringing it to Florida, too. Have you heard? <laughs> Star Wars can happen on both coasts, unlike Marvel. But I digress. Now, now. That sounds so, like a lot of fun. It does. Yeah, it does. It really does. But I, I'm looking for the story on on StarWars.com, and I don't see it. I just, I just don't see it. So, 
Oh, well. Oh, there it is. I'll keep well, looking you, while you guys are moving. I found it. Ah. Uh, free tickets will be, so tickets for this are free uh, beginning at 1030 a.m. and start with the earliest entry time for the same day. Tickets for both Saturday and Sunday can be attained on the day of entry beginning at 8 a.m. So how about that? That's all the extras I've got. <laughs> On that. <laughs> sure would be nice if it was coming my way. Yep, yep, yep. <sighs> oh well. So um, I'm still debating. Do I do I take a drive Sunday? <laughs> <laughs> do we lose Ken as a co-host <laughs> next week? <laughs> well, we got to have some some boots on the ground to check this thing out for real. Sure. It's just that jealousy of okay. I got to play in the Falcon. <laughs> yeah, just Man, remember. Not right? yet, but. But but that's gonna come back twofold when when Batu opens here and I'll be able to go once it's slowed down and cleared, I'll be able to go almost any day of the week. Yeah. So which could happen on my days off. What did you do today? <laughs> I sat under the Falcon. <laughs> Showing people away. Get off my ship. So um let's do some gaming news, which I was surprised to to hear this pop up. <laughs> I'm also surprised to see it pop up on Newsweek. <laughs> yeah, that was that was the big <laughs> thing. Uh, so, Star Wars Battlefront Two. Uh, it just got a hot fix after major server downtime, and new files have spurred progress for data miners looking for new info. Uh, and then, wait, hmm? I, I got some of that coming in now. Okay, maybe not. That's some good info. (laughs) So, uh, and with some latest developments, seem to indicate that a uh, a new hero coming to the to the game next month could possibly be General Grievous. Okay. Uh, Yes. So uh, the evidence comes from user Faint Melody of Light on the Battlefront Two subreddit. Uh, they show an image uh, of Grievous's character menus, including a special special abilities: stun slam, lightsaber spin, and buzzsaw. Uh, and of course, his trademark weapon, as we know, is the lightsabers that he took off of Jedi's he killed. Mm-hmm. Um, it says it is. It's worth noting that the source data is from Battlefront 2's launch this past November. But it was just recently able to be activated in-game. So uh, Season 2 for Battlefront is coming next month. And uh, the progress of data miners becomes incredibly important for those who want the scoop on its new heroes before DICE reveals them. So uh, if the game's latest files allow more Grievous content to be loaded, it might be a sign that he could be about to debut. Uh, however, it's worth noting that the evidence of Grievous being on the hero roster has been present as far back as last June's closed alpha test, when the game entered its early access release period in the first days of, of November. Miners' progressed also progress also revealed a full 3D model of the character. Uh, files for Captain Phasma and Finn were unearthed as well, but those found their way into the game for Season 1. Uh, 
it's also interesting that uh, Grievous Season 2 release doesn't make much sense from a marketing perspective because Season 2 is coming out in May, which would most likely be mean that new DLC will have some relation to Solo, a Star Wars story, uh, which comes out on May 25th, of course. So it's highly <laughs> like it says, while we don't yet know everything about the film, it's highly unlikely for Grievous to play a role in the plot. Yeah, very highly unlikely that Grievous will be in Solo. Ah, <laughs> uh, he died. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they could release a bunch of stuff, DLC for Solo Star Wars Roy. Worry what <laughs> solo a Star Wars story? Um, they could release a bunch of solo stuff for that, but they could also they could slip in Grievous at the same time as a little extra, right? And it'd, it'd be kind of interesting to have him in the game. I think. Yeah, I still gotta play that game. I know, me too. I I don't have uh I don't, I don't have the second one either yet. I'm still trying to figure out when to get it. That's okay because I still have the original first two that I can um, now put in now that they're backwards compatible. Nice. Uh, nice. Very nice. It is definitely very cool. So, um, we are a week away from May 4th, and StarWars.com has brought out some uh, some great deals. Assembly is doing a special launch event, 20% off all Star Wars products, um, and they look like they're a, a bag company. Hmm. Backpacks, uh, laptop sleeves, stuff like that. Interesting. Um, mm-hmm. Artismo is doing... Um, Ready to hang wall art. Uh, take fifteen percent off. Use promo code SWDay fifteen. And it's good for May fourth to May eighth. Uh, that po- that um, piece of art that they're showing here is awesome. The solo picture. Yeah. With just says Star Wars in the background. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, Bandai is offering Bandai slash Bluefin. They're offering twenty five percent off featured Star Wars plastic model kits. Um, box lunch. Is offering thirty uh, percent off select merchandise in store and online. Um, I'm not sure what box launch is. I think they're similar to Hot Topic. I think uh, I'm looking them up now. Um, yeah, it looks like it. They got merch from all kinds of different movies and stuff. Uh, men's, women's accessories, Funkos. Yeah, yeah, it looks like it's a Hot Topic style. With it looks like it's less bands and more just pop culture. Now, click time Lego clocks and watches. Uh, celebrate May Fourth with your and complete your collection with thirty percent off all Lego Star Wars clocks and buildable watches. Um, which you could go to Amazon, uh, which is the offer started back in eight, uh, on the 18th, uh, legowatches.com, which I've never heard of before, um, and bulb bots. Now, Creative Apparel Concepts, which is uh, Monkey Monkey or Monkey Monkey and Retrospective <laughs> Co. is doing 40% off all Star Wars merchandise starting on the 29th. Uh, fan Wraps. I saw these guys at, at Celebration. These guys, they've got some good stuff. Um, 20% off Star Wars products at FanWraps.com. Um, that Wookiee seatbelt cover is something I think we need to have. Yes, it is. 
Um, use the coupon code May the Fourth, and you'll get twenty uh, percent off. Uh, they have they've got window decals, passenger window decals, uh, smartphone wrap kits, the seatbelt cover, device decals, uh, running bands, the whole works. Uh, FGX sunglasses is offering forty percent off all Star Wars styles. Uh, starting yeah, and use the code Solo Forty uh, Funko. Use the code. M4BU for 15% off all Star Wars collectibles, apparel, and accessories at the Funko Shop. Anything over $50, you'll get free shipping. Uh, Hannah Anderson is doing 20% off all Star Wars merch. Uh, Her Universe is doing 30% off select Star Wars merch. Uh, High Point Design, 40% off Star Wars styles. Hot Topic, $15 Star Wars tees in-store and online. Invicta is doing 30 to 60% off select Star Wars watches. Uh, Keep Cup, which is a reusable cup, um, 20% off for a limited time on their Star Wars X Keep Cup series. Uh, Kipling, um, buy a Star Wars product on May 4th and get a free pop socket while supplies last, which I have no clue what a pop socket is. That's one of those little um, round handle things you put on the back of your phone. Oh, uh, never mind. Uh, <laughs> Coles uh, get two Star Wars young young men's tees for twenty dollars or twelve ninety nine each online only. Uh, LMB Inc. LBMB Inc. Forty um, percent off Star Wars merch. Use the code MT Four Stuff uh, at MyCoolCarStuff.com. Loungefly is doing a flash sale. 20% off product. Use the code LFFORCE. Uh, Love Pop is doing um, 25% off Chewbacca, RARG, and Imperial Stormtrooper 3D cards. Order two designs before the full collection reveal coming in September of 2018. Now... Mattel and Hot Wheels save 25% off all Hot Wheels Star Wars items on HotWheels.com. Promo code is Star Wars. Uh, OtterBox. Save 10% off all Symmetry cases plus free shipping on May the 4th. Now, here, here's the funny thing. OtterBox, they've got the cases, but it's the Symmetry, which is the, the lower end. Or not low end, but like mid-grade level case. Mm-hmm. But they offer an Iron Man case and a Captain America case in the Defender series from OtterBox. Cool. I'm like, that's cool, but I want the Star Wars ones in Defender as well. They'll get there. Hopefully. Uh, party City, celebrate Star Wars Day with Out of This World addition to your next Star Wars party. Um, 20% off the 70-inch Stormtrooper Giant Gliding Balloon. Use promo code TROOPER20 online or click for an in-store coupon. Uh, Petco, buy one, get one free on all Star Wars SKUs. Uh, picnic time, 20% off all Star Wars products. Pottery Barn for Kids, 20% off Star Wars, uh, the Star Wars collection online only. Uh, Regal Robot, 25% off all Mandalorian skulls. And I want to stop there for half a second. Do you guys, uh, do you guys know about Regal Robot? No. You know St- Tom Spina? Yes. He's, um, the prop maker. He's done a yeah, lot yeah, of restoration yeah. and stuff with lot. This is his company. This is Tom Spina Designs. Ah, Every oh. one of these skulls is hand painted and handmade. Um, uh, by uh-huh. the people at Regal Robot, but they also um, the, the one that you probably may have seen at Celebration and stuff, and I think they had um, it was either Jabba the Hutt or Bantha Couch that they had made. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have something for that. And uh, they do all kinds of furniture, everything from these little skulls all the way up to furniture. They have some right. fantastic stuff at regalrobot.com. Uh, now, roommates decor, 30% off all Star Wars products at the website only. Uh, Sideshow, 10% off select Star Wars products. Really? Just 10? Samsonite, 40% off Star Wars product on May 4th. Uh, state bags, 35, uh, 30% off Star Wars bags. Target, save up to 20% off on select Star Wars items across toys, home, clothing, and more. T-Turtle, 50% off Star Wars shirts. Hey, now. Uh, Terra's 15% off the Star Wars collection. Use, use promo code MAYTHE4TH. Uh, the Performa Company, buy any two Star Wars shaker cups and save 20% on the retail price plus free shipping. Uh, you can also get this at Amazon. Save 20% on your favorite um, Star Wars Perfect Shaker when you buy two. Use promo code XYZ at checkout. And then Star Wars Card Trader by Tops. Get up to 20% more crystals when you purchase select bundles. Um... Tops Authentics is doing a 48-hour autograph sale. Torrid, uh, 30% off all merch. Wilson Sporting Goods, receive a free Chewbacca keychain with the pre-purchase of any Star Wars product on Wilson.com. A free Chewbacca keychain? Hey, yeah. Now you're talking. <laughs> so, uh, and then Zach, 25% off all Star Wars SKUs online only. So that would be that. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. And there's a lot of great companies there, too. Yeah. Oh, the F- FGX is Foster Grant. It's their sunglasses. Wish they got some good stuff. Yeah. So, um,. I, next up is probably going to be the last story of the night, and this would be you, Ken. Oh, uh, yes. You get one story because you were late. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, it's the, but I think it's the best story of the week. We've been waiting yes. for a while to hear about this. Well, All of us. It was ru- it was rumored not too long ago. Well, yeah, we covered it here when the rumor yeah, came out. Yeah, so, you know, back when the trademark was supposedly dropped. Mm-hmm. Well, this is yesterday at time of recording. StarWars.com announced that Star Wars Resistance, an anime-inspired ser- animated series, is coming um, to Disney this fall. Right. And this is a Dave Filoni Star Wars series, which is the only way I think they should do animation at the moment. But um, they're now StarWars.com announced that um, the production has begun, which they probably got most of the first season done already that's just the way animation works um on a new an exciting new animated series about uh kazuda ziono a young pilot recruited by the resistance and tasks with tasked with the top secret mission to spy on the ever growing or on the growing threat of the first order um just like rebels it's going to premiere on the disney channel and then um the subsequent episodes will be on disney xd um in the u.s and around the world uh this features the high-flying adventure that audiences of all ages have come to expect from Star Wars. Star Wars Resistance is set in the time prior to, before Star Wars The Force Awakens and will feature um, BB-8 alongside Ace Pilots, colorful new characters, and appearances by fan favorites including Poe Dameron and Captain Phasma, voiced by Oscar Isaac and uh, Gwendolyn Christie. That's cool. That's awesome. That, yeah, this is awesome. Um, the series is created by uh, Dave Filoni, which we everybody knows his credits with Rebels and Clone Wars and uh, many things before that he did avatar the last airbender and a lot of things before executive producer is um athena portillo who is also from clone wars and rebels justin ridge from clone wars and rebels and brandon alma from teenage mutant ninja turtles 
Then the art director is Amy Beth Christensen, which is also Clone Wars and Rebels. So this is the animation team that we've got come to know and love over for, uh, what, 12, 13 years now since Clone Wars premiered. Yeah. Back uh-huh. at doing exactly what it is they do. Uh, some of the quotes we have here, we have, um, the idea for Star Wars Resistance came out of my interest in World War II aircraft and fighter pilots, according to Filoni. My grandfather was a pilot and my uncle flew and restored planes. So that's been a big influence on me. There's a lot of history and high speed ra- of high speed racing in Star Wars, and I think we've captured that sense of excitement in an anime inspired style, which is something the entire team has been wanting to do for a long time. And being in an animated style that or anime style, that's kind of um, what he that's what they did with Avatar: the Last Airbender when he was working on that. Right. That was definitely an anime and style or anime and styled uh, inspired style show. <laughs> In styled, I think you just made a new word. Yeah. <laughs> it goes with well, in sync. Well, Mark um, Buaj, the senior vice president of programming and general manager of the Disney XD, said, Our colleagues at Lucasfilm have created a compelling narrative for an untold moment in the Star Wars galaxy, and we are excited to partner with them again on this new original series. Star Wars Resistance will bring viewers across generations an exci- engaging story with heart, humor, and a new and familiar character, or and both new and familiar characters. Now, um, other than just Oscar Isaac and Quinlan Christie, the voice cast includes Christopher Sean from Days of Our Lives, Susie McGrath from EastEnders, Scott Lawrence from Legion, uh, Myrna Velasco from um, Elena of Avalor, Josh Brenner from Silicon Valley, Donald Faison from Scrubs, which I recognize that name, uh, Bobby Moyniha from DuckTales, Jim Rash from Community, Mona. and Rachel Butera Bob- from Tammy's Tiny Tea Time. Bobby Moynihan. Moynihan? Okay. Yep. Um, I, actually, I recognize that name, too. I don't think he's probably done a lot of stuff saturday night live uh me myself and i okay but um no i am really excited about this show uh part of this also dave says how it was inspired by his father but remember george lucas loved world war ii dogfights and stuff yeah so this is definitely one that i he and george may have talked about for a while even if it wasn't in this time frame this type of show True. Originally. But um, another one that jumps out is this is puts it square in the plat path of where possibly um, the characters that we left in Rebels or, um, yeah, at the end of Rebels might be around. Very well could be. This is right in the middle of um, what, how do we know one of the characters in here may not end up being Jason? Uh, who, he would be in his late teens, early 20s. Who's to say we don't have Ezra? Who's to say we don't have Sabine and Ahsoka? Mm-hmm. So a lot of those characters could show up in here. Yeah. They'd be old, but that's that, fine. That's fine. I mean, look how much. Look they, at Rex. Look at how much they, they aged from the, you know, from right before A New Hope takes place in Rebels to the after the Battle of Endor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now. And if we assume that was what almost thirty years they said between Jedi and um, Force Awakens, yeah. unless, so um, unless something if, drastic happened, they should still all be alive. Yeah, yeah. Imagine General Sindula running around in this, or Captain this, this has or so Captain much Sindula, and it's Jason. Yeah, yeah. Because if he he was probably three or four at, after the Battle of Endor. Yeah. So this would put him at um, late twenties, actually, and almost early thirties. Yeah, pretty much. This is all the information that we have so far, but this is already like I said. If it's got Dave Filoni's name on it, and then you look through the executive producers and the art director. This is in expert hands right now. Right. We're going to get some, something fantastic. 
When's it supposed to be coming? This fall. Yeah, which was so a you surprise. Know, you know we're we're gonna get more information. Oh, we'll get more over the summer. Soon. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, probably really soon. What surprised me about this also was the fact that this is going to Disney Channel. Remember, we were all thinking that the next Star Wars right. series we get will go straight to the app because the app yep. is coming next year in 2019, right? Yeah. Supposedly. Yeah. Well, so I'm. I'm glad to see it coming to Disney Channel instead of Disney XD. Well, no, it is going to it's going to Disney Channel first for the premiere, and then all the rest of the episodes are going to Disney uh, XD, I believe. Which is wait, let me reread did, that section. Which is what they did with Rebels. Yeah. So uh, premieres this fall on Disney Channel in the U.S. and there and then thereafter on Disney XD. Yeah, but that that app is all the same uh, same app, viewing app. It hasn't changed. Yeah. So, um, well, let me, it's been a while since we've done this. Uh, here's the books that are coming out next week, uh, leading up to May 4th and free comic book day, actually. Uh, on Tuesday, oh, that's right. On Tuesday, we got Rose Tico resistance fighter, uh, written by Jason Fry. That's coming out. Um, and then on the second star Wars, the last Jedi, Number one, part one of six, the comic adaptation. Uh, Star Wars 47, Mutiny at Mon Cala, written by Karen Gillian, uh, artist of Salvador La Roca. Uh, the Han Solo trade paper, or hard graphic novel. So it's gone from the trade paper back to the hard graphic novel. Uh, comes out. Also, too, and they don't have it listed, is um, the Color Me Marvel, or the Color Marvel, is, is it Color Me Marvel? I forgot what the series is called, but it's the Han Solo, they're doing Han Solo for that. Uh, the trade paperback for Star Wars from a certain point of view is coming out. And then on Saturday, we've got Star Wars Adventures Free Comic Book Day, which will have the first of the three-part Young Solo storyline, or a story arc, yeah, storyline, written by Kevin Scott. So... That takes us up to next weekend. Awesome. So, um, I think that's going to kind of bring us close to the end. Record, recording the, uh, as we're recording, this is this is just barely barely made it over the the minimum that we need to record for editing, but. <laughs> we still covered a lot here, though. Yeah. So, I'm, yeah. Looking back on some of the stories you guys covered, there's some good stuff coming. Yeah. Yeah. A- anything that you saw that you want to go back and, and touch on since you were scouting that Infinity War? Yeah, Ken. Anything yeah. you want to go back and touch on? <laughs> uh, I do want to go back and touch on the seeing the solo trailer in 3D was amazing. Okay. Oh yeah, you saw the, it in 3D. Yeah, the new the new solo trailer they played in front of Infinity War, and I since I saw Infinity War in 3D. That was one of the 3D trailers. Nice. That was good stuff. Oh, that's cool. So. Well. Yeah, the rest of this, there's nothing else really that I've got a chance to read through much. Then I'm going to throw it out there. Any final thoughts? Why, yes, I have a final thought. Uh, I saw this really cool thing today that I want to talk about. Uh, there's a site called Dude, I Want That, which is a really cool site that has a bunch of stuff on it that... Basically, it lives up up to its name because they always have stuff that make me say, dude, I want that. <laughs> and this this particular item I saw today is the Star Wars Emperor Throne armchair. And uh, here's this, the description of it. Uh, it's made by Regal Robot. Hey, we just talked about them. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed we did. 
who do a bunch of other custom Star Wars furniture designs, such as the Millennium Falcon Asteroid Coffee Table. Did you bring up a picture of that and look at that one, too? Oh, yes, I did. (laughs) It was awesome. (laughs) I I like the office dust that they had. Yeah. Uh, so their latest creation gives all the aspiring dark side dictators out there the chance to sit on an emperor's throne. The Star Wars Emperor Throne armchair brings to wish lists Palpatine's imposing butt cradler from Return of the Jedi. <laughs> uh, it is made of movie accurate faux black and purple leather and mounted on a polished chrome swivel base. So every time someone approaches you from behind, you can spin around and say, Welcome, young Skywalker. I have been expecting you. See, I don't since the, I don't remember it having a purple purple lining. Well, every uh, time we saw it, the Emperor was in it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it does though. Uh since the throne is a custom shop design, Regal Robot will also cover it in other leather color combos. Uh, and two they have pictured are the all black one and a nice brown one for those who happen to be fans of Chewbacca. Um, of course, the chair is fifteen hundred dollars, but still, yeah, it, it is pretty sweet. Yes, it is. So that's all I have. What about you, Ken? Final it- thoughts. So I, I say, since you brought up that chair, I went to Regal Robots and started flipping through the site, and dude, everything on the site I want. I know, yeah. right? They have director's chairs between one hundred nineteen and one hundred fifty nine dollars, and um, they have like all kinds of different banners for the backside of the director's chair. Everything from mm. Revenge of the Jedi to Empire to um, the different logos, the Mandalorian logo. Uh, they have a Solo: The Star Wars Story um, director's chair. It's mm. amazing. And actually, the couch I was talking about is—I found it on here. It's a Dubak couch oh yeah i've seen if you that. look through here i'll i'll put the picture of it where to go i got it right here uh there it is past custom design i'll put up the picture here in the show notes so you guys can see this thing it is amazing when i sent you guys a picture of that uh chewbacca beanbag yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's pretty funny well, i was taking a look at, go, guys. at fan wraps and their computer decals they've got computer wraps one it looks like oh, chewy yeah. with the bandolero but it's all mac <laughs> of course. Like, really? Yeah, that dewback's pretty sweet. Yeah, it is. Well, I'll throw this out there for a final thought real quick. Apparently, Profiles in History on May 5th is offering up a fully operational R2-D2 that marched in Disneyland and in Disney World from 2003 to 2014 with John Lucas, uh, John Stewart, or George Lucas, John Stewart, and uh, was used at NASA. Uh, It was built using screen-used R2-D2s from the original Star Wars trilogy as models and makes 53 different sounds and features working lights. Also up for auction is a C-3PO head, in which they spelled out C-3PO wrong. They go C-3-PO. <laughs> um, worn by cast members for Star for the Star Wars Weekends Parade and other items from Star Tours. And that's on May 5th. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So that would be their... Uh, it's a Disney Anna, Disney Anna show. <laughs> so, uh, I would love to see more of this. Uh, I'm looking on their site and it's trying to figure out. Oh, here comes the PDF. 148 page PDF. This is going to be a quick scan going through, going, okay, what's in here? Because mm-hmm. they don't do an index on this thing. I miss that with PDFs when you got stuff and there would be an index on the side of where you could go. Oh, yeah. Oh, get past all the animation cells, some maquettes. 
from uh, what should we call it? Um, Nightmare Before Christmas. There's some uh, Super Friends stuff on here. Nice. So I wow. I, some of the stuff is just Transformers cartoon stuff as well. Really? All right, here we go. Some more Disney stuff. Yeah, some Transformers uh, animation cells. Oh wow. Uh, okay, there we go. Um, animation desk, Mr. Toad's car. Uh, there's the R2 starting a hundred thousand dollars to two two hundred thousand. <clears throat> Holy moly. Yeah. Okay, so that's the R2, but where's the Star Tours stuff? Uh, metal basket from Star Tours. Uh, this is what um, Mark Eads was telling us about, that he got his, the one that represented him. Uh, now, you, know, you heard him talk about it on the show. Uh, these are the ones that held the droid parts that hung over from a conveyor in the pre-show queue. Uh, they measure 24 by 18 by 8. Uh, they're going... Uh, Asking price is f- starting is fifteen hundred to two hundred to fifteen hundred to twenty five hundred bucks. <laughs> and if you remember Mark talking about it, it's it's just a it's almost like an office wire basket with safety cable. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, looking at this, it's like except for the the Star Tours banner on it, um, you can almost make it yourself. So uh, just going through this, I'm I'm not seeing really anything else. Okay, there's a Star Tours poster that looks like the um, the newer one. So, um, Ken, you got any final thoughts? I think that's about it for me tonight. Yeah, since I got um, since I was running out to the movie, I didn't get a chance to check all the everything out. <laughs> but I will definitely be back on my A game tomorrow. Uh, or not tomorrow, but next week, obviously. Let's see here, one final check through here. Ooh, this is interesting. What's that? You see, Star Wars News. Um, .net has a story about Donald Glover giving a tour of the Millennium Falcon. Oh, that's cool. In a video. Ooh, yeah. That's cool. It's on his, uh, I guess it's on his, um, oh, it played in some of the theaters. Okay. I didn't get to see it in my theater. Oh, They're running no it in kidding. theaters as part of the newbie, the newbie thing they play before movies. Right. Uh, Donald Glover actually um, giving a tour of the Millennium Falcon. Huh. Well, that's cool. Yeah, I'm still going through some more of this auctions. Apparently, I guess Ellen's not keeping it. The Ellen DeGeneres head and costume for Universe of Energy. Oh. <laughs> 3000 to 5000 bucks. Wow. Yeah. Unless this is alternate ones, because supposedly Ellen was given one. So this could be some of the backups. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it could be. Here's the head from Studios. 500 800 bucks for it. Mm. Okay. Disneyland Star Tours cast member shirt. 100 to 200 bucks. This is basically what they're wearing now. I, I don't, uh, I love how they list this Disneyland cast member of the month sign. And it says Walt Disney World reserved cast member of the month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Star Wars weekend signs. Man, I've seen these. 100 to 200 bucks. I've seen plenty of those sitting at property control. Yeah, I should have picked one up then. That's pretty much it on that. I'm quite a bit there, but there's a lot, but not a lot. So, um, well, we said there was, I guess that kind of wrapped it up, right? Uh, Well, there's only one thing left to be said. Give the evacuation code signal. All right, cut the chatter. Jinx, I can hold it. Pull up! No, I'm all right. information vital to the survival of the rebellion into the memory systems of this R2 unit. I've lost R2!